0: Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side.
2: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Print on Demand Cast. As always, I'm Josiah, joined with my host Travis Ross. Travis, how's it going, man? Uh, happy Monday as we're recording. How was your weekend? How's your Monday? What's going on? How's the things update? Update the people. People want. To
0: weekend know. was. How um, weekend was great. Weekend was normal. Uh, went out to dinner with some friends on Saturday and um, enjoyed that. My my daughter actually. Uh, She went on a trip to Seattle. She left like Thursday and came back Saturday night. And it was just her and two other of her girlfriends. And they had a really good time. And um, yeah, so um, getting all of the info on her story and all of her stuff. Uh, I do have to say, because I know there are at least a few people in the uh, listening audience that care about Arsenal Football Club. And uh, this was quite the weekend for arsenal we beat our north london rivals the tottenham hotspurs um nice. who what a name oh they, they are the worst we we despise <laughs> them uh, as arsenal fans anyway we beat them 2-0 and are still first in the league it's um it's an amazing season we're having a great time almost halfway nice. through the season so anything can happen but um we're going to we're going to enjoy it uh you know while we can we're yeah. we're getting ready to go to iss this yes. Weekend?
2: Yes. Thursday, we leave Thursday. Yeah. Got these, uh,
0: we, we printed these
2: little. uh <laughs> Oh yeah, mic flags. These are,
0: this is a mic flag, so we'll have like a yeah. mic microphone in here, and yeah. we're going to use it so, on the floor. What, what
2: What you'll know, what you'll find out if you come to ISS is that we were we're going to ask if you have a dad joke because we want to know. So <laughs> we'll be capturing content, doing interviews, have the mic flags. Well, that's going to look super official. I'm actually really excited because it's i mean mm-hmm. you always see those mic flags on you know sports broadcasts and all that kind of stuff and now it's like it's legit
0: that was awesome printed on our very own uv machines yeah uv color.
2: printed yeah. your our cell i mean it's yeah it's, it's awesome great advertisement as well like how'd you do that we make them so like we can print on those so <laughs> hit us up let us know we'll teach you we'll teach you how to, how it works <laughs> that's right That's awesome. Well, we got a a great episode coming up, um, Mm -hmm. an interview, finally. Um, I say finally. It seems like it's been a minute, but I know we enjoy interviews because we get to learn and and talk to cool people, interesting people. Mm -hmm. The listeners enjoy interviews because they don't have to listen to us anymore. It's done. (laughs) <laughs> um and so uh yeah we have a, a great interview uh for you guys today for this week's main event with a guy that that reached out to us Adam Young um mm-hmm. reached out to us on YouTube uh you know said he'd love to chat we accepted the in- invitation and you know lots of good stuff coming at you guys at least two yeah. golden nugget moments about to drop and we don't well we, we haven't landed on a, on a on a bumper for it yet but it <laughs> happened Uh, It was spur of the moment. So we're really excited for you guys to, to hear Adam and what his, his journey has been.
0: Yeah. um, Really cool guy. Um, Really enjoyed our conversation with him. So
2: yeah, um, yeah. let's,
0: let's not let any cats out of the proverbial bags and let's just jump into it. What do you think?
2: Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. This week's main event, our interview with Adam Young.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the main event
2: all right travis i'm excited to have our next guest on the show for this week's main event someone who actually found us we didn't necessarily find him he kind of reached out Started chatting, and through conversation, uh, we have invited Adam Young onto the show. So, for those of you that are listening, here's a little bit about Adam before we bring him on. Adam Young is an online entrepreneur who has experience with print on demand, blogging, affiliate marketing, and Amazon KDP. Sounds like he would be a great guest. Good thing we booked him. <laughs> uh, he began his journey back in 2015, selling on eBay and Amazon FBA, and has always loved the concept of self employment. Self employment passive income and scaling out digital business well like i said seems like our kind of people so i'm excited to invite or to bring to the show adam young adam thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule and and joining us and thanks for reaching out initially it's great to have you yeah.
1: hey thank you guys i'm happy to be here this is great
0: yeah man um yeah like like just i said you you reached out in the uh in the youtube yep. uh in one of our youtube videos and um look listening to that uh intro that Josiah just gave you, man. Um we have very similar paths, except <laughs> okay. it sounds like you're still doing the, you know, the internet digital side and I'm, you know, sitting in a a warehouse making this shit, you know. So right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it sounds like we kind of got started in the same way. So it's really cool, you know, it's um very awesome. But um aside from kind of this whole, uh, intro that Josiah just did, we'd, we'd love to kind of let hear it in your own words, like your whole print on demand story. Can yeah. you sure. kind of take us back to the beginning and just share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, no, I'd be happy to. Um, so, you know, I went to college and got a degree and got a normal job, you know, and was working the nine to five, um, like, you know, uh, like many other folks and, um, uh, was interested in, And learning about some extra ways, some ways to make some extra money, you know, creating a side hustle. And Mm -hmm. I really um, didn't have any specific direction I was going into, but stumbled on to, you know, I started off literally going to garage sales and buying stuff and then flipping Mm -hmm. them on eBay, you know, that kind of arbitrage thing. And then that led to... Yeah, that led no. Uh, no, we
0: know all about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still a great. It's still a great you little can still side do hustle. You can absolutely still do it. I mean, one hundred percent. So I did that for a little while, and then I eventually um, stumbled my way into Amazon FBA and sold mm-hmm. on M- Amazon FBA for a couple years. I was doing some wholesale, um, you know, buying some stuff wholesale and and kind of repackaging, white labeling, and then I actually sold. Um, I actually, sold some um, pet products. I was selling antler chews. You know the antlers that dogs. Sure. Oh, on? Yeah. 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 I was. I had a contact out west where I could source these antlers, and I was packaging them up and selling them. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so I did that for a couple years. But as you guys probably know, that's a lot of manual labor, right? You got to literally yeah. get the stuff, yeah, package sure. it up. You got to send it into the warehouse. You know, here's this upfront cost. So then I heard about Merch by Amazon, right? Which was this print-on-demand platform. I put it how, in, how did you
0: hear about that? I just I'm curious because I I'm I'm just curious how question. you heard about
1: that. I heard about it. I think from when I was just doing Amazon FBA. This would have been back in like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. In some of the like Facebook groups and Reddit forums and stuff like that. Okay. And someone in one of the groups or forums had mentioned it. Right. That hey, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are, are switching to merch by Amazon, or that this is another Amazon program, mm-hmm. right? That you can apply yeah. for and. So I literally applied, not even knowing what print on demand was. Like I, I read the little thing. And was like, I'm just going to put in an application, and put in an application, and um, <laughs> didn't hear back for like six months. Um, hmm. And then, and then got an email. I was like, hey, you've been approved. You know, you you can open an account. So um, then I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. Like, how does this work? What does this all mean? You know, how does it how does it work? And yeah, right. And started off in uh. So that was 2017. Whenever I applied to MBA and started off my very first month with Merch by Amazon in January of 2018. Okay. So, um, this will mark this January marks my sixth start of my sixth year as wow. on Merch by Amazon.
0: Hmm. And That's since awesome. then I've
1: I've done some Etsy, you know, I've opened a couple of Etsy shops, okay. Red Bubble shop, Amazon KDP, which is mm-hmm. it's kind of like print on demand but with Sure, you know, for books. books yeah. yeah. Um and, uh, and then I got into some blogging and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm obviously I've got shiny object, object syndrome, right. Where, <laughs> Oh, I got to try this and try this. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's pros and cons to that. Uh, I definitely, you know, um, jump around a little bit, but I, I'm starting to kind of narrow my focus and have figured out what I, what works best for me, you know, and, and in mm-hmm. my sort of my strengths and, and, um. And yeah, so I'm I'm all in now. I I left my full time job in late 2020, kind oh, wow, okay. of at the pandemic. Wow, yeah. So wow. you know, a lot of a lot of stories you hear where people, you know, the pandemic affects their full time employment. I was working at a local university, and um, our enrollment for students was uh, the a large large population of the student population um, was foreign students. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Okay. We relied on foreign students oh, overseas wow. to come. Yeah. Well, when the pandemic happened, they weren't that's letting not, anyone. That's come not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was enrollment plummeted, and that's mm. the main. That's the yeah. main payroll for. That's how you
2: get paid. Yeah. You get <laughs> yeah. paid, right? <laughs> yeah. So
1: when that happened, I mean, they were just making cuts left and right. I had already thought I was already kind of doing this, and thought, man, if I only I could dedicate my full time, and it was like the universe mm. gave me a sign. So I left on my own terms. I was fortunate, but. That was sort of the little hint that I needed. So since 2020, I've been doing this full time.
2: Wow, awesome! Yeah, that's incredible. You mentioned some of the shops that that you have active. So you you're currently selling on much by Amazon still. Mm -hmm. Two how many? Two a couple Etsy shops. One
1: two Two Etsy shops. Okay, two Etsy shops and one Redbubble shop.
0: What differentiates your two Etsy shops?
1: basically one one of them is just a generalist um, print on demand shop where I just repurpose a lot of my designs that I'm using with Merch by Amazon, mm-hmm. and they go to they go on they go on into that shop. It's kind of like doesn't really target a specific audience, so to speak. Sure. And then the other one is a very niche specific audience that I've sort of um, tailored some products to and and you know there's a growing sort of industry. It's an occupational sure. field. Um, mm-hmm. so one's, one's very focused and the other one's very broad, very broad.
0: Okay. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. And, um, just so people understand, um, it's actually like a lot of, I've heard a lot of misinformation out there that you can't have more than one Etsy shop. And, um, I have two and mm-hmm. Adam, you have two, and it's, it's completely okay. Um, and we just want you guys to know, as long as you're not selling the same products on the, exactly. on the other channel, um, that's really the basic rule of of the whole deal. You can have multiple Etsy shots and it's totally fine. Um, And I love the way you did it. You have more of a general shop Mm -hmm. and then you have more of a niche down specific targeted demographic um, that you're targeting with, with Etsy shop number two. That's exactly. I think a lot of people do that and they might even go, okay, on this shop, I only sell this one particular product. It may be more general, but uh, in the uh, niches that I'm attacking, but, maybe it's just posters that's all i right. do on this you know channel or whatever or you can go the way you did with we're going to i'm only going to serve cat lovers and i'm going to do yeah. mugs and shirts and hats and whatever right. um but it's really niche down so so yeah. yeah there's a lot of opportunity there on etsy it sounds like you you kind of figured that out and uh and jumped on the bandwagon that's that's awesome man that's great
1: yeah yeah exactly i think you i think you put that perfectly and yeah i I haven't had any trouble with two shops i mean i I know a lot of people that have multiple shops you just yeah just just let etsy know you know be transparent about it you know there's nothing fishy say hey i've got a different a different i'm serving a different audience this is a totally different brand you know um Mm -hmm. you know if you do that i mean etsy's in the business of wanting people to sell stuff on their platform (laughs) sure right sure,
2: sure. So out of all the platforms that you're that you're currently on, Adam, would you say, is Merch by Amazon your most lucrative or your kind of your bread and butter, your main focus? Or how would you kind of split that up if you had to take all the platforms and decide what's your main source of revenue at the moment, which one's doing best? What's yeah. that breakdown look like?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. Uh, Merch by Amazon is definitely my bread and butter. That's my okay. biggest one. Um, that's the one that um, I've been on the longest. Um, I'm in tier 100,000, so I've been able to sort of upgrade my slots. And and anytime you do that, you can put out more designs. I can, I can test more and figure out what, you know, what's getting sales. And, um, so that, that's really my bread and butter. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, what I, what I primarily put most of my time into the Etsy shops, um, I would say come in second. Um, and then, um, probably right in there somewhere with the Etsy shops would be Amazon KDP. OK, OK. And then and then after that, it would be um, Redbubble would be my would be okay. after that. And then I have a couple yeah. blogs. Yeah. Those aren't necessarily print on demand, um, but I, I have a couple of blogs that I'm using to actually promote my print on demand products, if that makes sense, and, and use them mm, as okay, to yeah. kind of like target certain print on demand products that match the content that I'm posting on that blog.
0: Yeah. yeah. And if you're niche down and you're Etsy store number 2, that makes a lot of sense
1: because yeah. you can have you can start a blog
0: on the same exact niche exactly. and reference those products a lot and probably reference some of your merch by Amazon products as well. Definitely. Um yeah, that's that's a that's a really great strategy. Guys, that's a golden nugget by the way. Um if you want to do that, that's Should really have smart.
2: like an an alarm sound effect or something or We should. Like okay. it's a golden nugget. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make any sense, but it's <laughs> pay attention. It's a work. we'll have to work yeah. on that. You've Wait, I got some, one. Here we go. That was awesome. There yeah. you go. Or here's another one. I want to win!
0: If hey. you
2: want to win, yeah, golden nugget. Right. Rewind and one and understand why we played three consecutive sound bites that have no coherency to them at all. They don't go together. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so let's let's kind of. They kind of niche down or dial in on, on the, yeah, go ahead, Travis. I feel like you have another.
0: Oh, I, oh yeah. I was going to, I was just going to ask, um, before we get into kind of some of those specific questions about merch by mm-hmm. Amazon, I'm, I'm curious, like, um, what are you seeing in, in, in regards to like, uh, similar products on different channels? Like, um, you say, you mentioned you test a lot on merch by Amazon. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if the testing that you do on merch by Amazon has any correlation with what you decide to launch on etsy or if you're doing completely separate testings on etsy in other words is there any correlation are they the same kind of buyer are they totally different is you know like what what's your experience there
1: no that's another great question um so i think what i've seen or or really one of the biggest things that i've noticed that are picked up on is the type of designs or sort of just i guess maybe the type of uh content or yeah you know designs Mm -hmm. for, for each different platform so okay you know, for for Amazon, I have a lot of success with designs that would almost seem outdated on something like Etsy. So I think some mm-hmm. of the some of the trends and some of the styles and things like that that I that are on Etsy are a little bit more ahead than what's on Amazon. Amazon is a lot okay. of the like, uh, you know, big. Big design on on a, on a shirt, right? If you're mm-hmm. doing a standard tee, a big design, something that's really pops on the front. You know, yep. whereas Etsy, I feel like is a little bit more stylistic. Um, mm. Maybe maybe a simple text or something like that, not necessarily these big, loud, and, and bright kind of designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, Redbubble is an example, I find a lot of success with um, things that that look good on stickers or water okay. bottles. Um, this, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I think a lot of people that shop on Redbubble, at least for what I'm uploading, they're not necessarily looking for apparel. They're looking for other merchandise. Like, like I mentioned these stickers or, you know, I mean, wall clocks, um, uh, Mm. the the water bottles, you know, things like that. That's almost going to be like a, a more of a decorative piece, right. Or, Mm -hmm. or, um, a statement piece, you know, something they stick on their laptop or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've definitely seen some differences in sort of the designs. I can typically look at a design and say, okay, I know this will do good on Etsy, or I know this will do good on Merch by Amazon and this will do good yeah. on, you know, Redbubble.
0: Okay, sure.
2: That's cool. awesome. Yeah. So, so, yeah, let's, you know, what I was going to ask before was just focusing on Merch by Amazon. Um, tell us a little bit about like, you know, how you create your designs and how many designs you're uploading. Kind of what that process looks like uh, yeah. as you've been building that platform out.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, I'm not a graphic designer, or I should say, I'm not a talented graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I do some graphic design myself, and I've tried to teach myself um, as much as I can. But the bulk of my portfolio is stuff that I research and then I outsource, and I hire graphic designers to create mm-hmm. for me.
0: Um, okay.
1: I, I have been able to have some success with a small, um, uh, sort of sub niche of designs and that was that that I, that I do myself. And that's just text-based designs, fonts, okay. fonts, right? Sure. So mm. that's, that's one thing I learned early on. It's like, well, I can't hand illustrate, you know, a dragon doing some cool thing, <laughs> but you know, I could type on a keyboard and there's so many different fonts and these fonts mm. can be really impactful, right? Depending on right. Uh, the design and what you're trying to do. So I do a a lot of the simple designs and 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 text-based designs i do myself but most of the of the illustrative or graphic design work i'm outsourcing and i've Mm. got um at any time between one and two um part-time graphic designers that i work with on google docs and basically i send them batches of graphic design work that's all in a related niche so Mm. when i first started i would say You know, I want a St. Patrick's Day design, and then I want a Valentine's design, and then I want a 4th of July design, and then I want a, you know, fishing design. And they were kind of jumping all around, and there really wasn't Hmm. any cohesion. So I I quickly learned that it's better to do this in batches. So now what I'll do is I'll order like 10 or 20 different designs all within the same niche. And within, within that niche, I'll test a couple different types of designs, right? Maybe something that's more simplistic. And maybe something that's very, you know, bright and and, and uh, colorful and, you know, strong statement piece. But it'll be the same niche, the same keywords. And mm-hmm. then I can get some feedback on what sells and what clicks. You know, what kind of clicks am I getting? What kind of feedback am I getting? Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's pretty much my process is I'm outsourcing a lot of my design work. I'm doing all the research, all the keywords and descriptions and, you know, okay. the back end stuff. Mm-hmm. I do all the uploading myself mm-hmm. and um I just kind of keep this constant churn and then if I have any products that I think I can repurpose on Etsy or Redbubble or even on Amazon KDP then I'll put them on Redbubble products or I'll put them mm-hmm. on KDP notebook or a journal or something like that and kind of just continue to just you know go through that that system.
0: Yeah. Um a couple questions about like the uh the graphic design piece and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious uh for one um are you paying per design or are you paying per hour and then the second question would be where do you find these designers
1: yeah so i usually pay per design okay. um I've, I've i've experimented a little bit with per hour and just you know i don't really have anything against it it just hasn't worked for me and kind of my system you know these are these are usually remote you know freelancers and graphic designers mm-hmm. and, and i think per design is it's pretty straightforward right it's like you're gonna get this much per design and they they know what they're getting and how ha- and yeah and if i do a good job of of explaining what kind of graphic design i want giving them examples mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be it shouldn't take them more time than you know what's agreed upon to make it so yeah usually do per design and i mean i've found designers from uh all over the place i you know i've used Fiverr before i've mm-hmm. used upwork before um i've had some pretty good success on um onlinejobs.ph are you guys yep. familiar with that yeah oh yeah sure yeah yep. had some good success there you can really find some talented folks and some especially for longer term work yeah mm-hmm. Not a platform you want to go to for you know one design or 10 designs but longer term you know when you're ready to pick somebody up part-time and, and have steady c- contribution i've had some good luck there and then my 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 secret platform that I've had some of the best success with is actually just Instagram, and mm-hmm. just literally searching for hashtags that are either match the niche of the type of design I'm looking for, um, or mm-hmm. hashtags like freelance designer, freelance graphic artist, graphic artist, mm-hmm. and you know most of these graphic artists they they have some kind of visual. Uh, portfolio and a lot of them use Instagram and I'll I'll literally just message them. Some of them don't even advertise as uh, graphic <laughs> designer. They're just they're just artists, you know. And I say, hey, I love your work. I explain what I do and say, would you be interested in doing a commission? I'll I'll pay you, you know, a paid commission piece. I'll pay you this much. Uh, this is kind of what I'm looking for. And I found some really really talented folks that way. So Instagram oh. is another one.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one before. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's another golden nugget.
1: I want a queen.
2: Going to be that for the rest of this show's existence. So, um, <laughs> uh, so you said you have a couple of designers. Do you have anyone else that currently helps in the business or in your business? You know, anyone that's kind of working part time for? It? Is it just you and your designers? What's the it's structure? Just,
1: like? It's just me and my designers and my girlfriend. My girlfriend will help me out. So um, mm-hmm. she helps me out whenever I get backed up with stuff. You know, she'll she'll jump on and help me do some research or, you know, if I need to put some revisions in revisions on some, some designs or something like that, she helps me out, but I don't use any, um, I don't use any VAs or anything. Um, uh, so it's pretty much just, just me and my girlfriend. And then, you know, whatever, whatever kind of outsourced help that, that we hire, which is, like I said, usually graphic designers.
0: Well, wow, that was a, uh, that was that's a great answer but i was completely distracted by josiah just ghosting us <laughs> and then coming back in the wrong spot and
1: yeah i um, saw everything jumping around there yeah
0: and you adam you just you just just kept trucking hey so I just good roll job with it, man, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey um other oh he just he left again i don't know what's going on <laughs> with his thing but um i was curious um uh, you kind of talked about this earlier but like how you how does your merch business intersect with your Etsy business, and I, is it is it kind of just what you've said? Where if something does well on Amazon merch, um, you may end up putting it on Etsy because obviously you have a million slot, well way you know hundred thousand tier one hundred thousand yeah. in merch by. Amazon, so you can do a lot with that Etsy. Yeah. You know it's twenty cents every time you you know right. list something. So there's a cost with that. What is your kind of I guess criteria for hey? We're gonna um you
1: put know we're gonna to
0: put this to Etsy, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I that's a good point. Yeah, it's 20 cents per listing whenever you whenever you add on Etsy. And so uh that that can add up. I mean, if you have hundreds yeah. or even thousands of different, you know, products in your shop, it definitely adds up. Um, so I do try and be strategic about what I move to the Etsy shops. So mm-hmm. on my general shop. Um, which has quite a few designs on it, I only move something over there that either A was specifically designed for Etsy because it's you know, like I was saying, that that sort of uh style that I think will that typically does well on Etsy, or B, if it's already had success on merch by Amazon. Because if I can prove, Mm -hmm. okay, somebody out there bought this on merch by Amazon, right? I've reached some kind of customer. Now it's worth the 20 cents to put it up on Etsy and see if it'll, if it'll get some sales that way. Okay. And then on my, on my niche specific shop um, on that one, um, it's not quite a big, a, a portfolio of products. Cause it's okay. like I said, it's, it's very specific. Um, so I don't have as many designs, but I have, I, what I do there is I'll test a lot of different products. So I'll do apparel, oh, but see. then I'll also do a lot of the other stuff on there. Like, Uh, Phone cases, you know, laptop cases, um, sticker packs, um, uh, you know, hoodies and tank tops, and you know, a bunch Mm -hmm. of different things. And and that's typically repurposing designs that are on the shop that have sold. If I sold it on a t-shirt, then I'll go and put it on. If it applies, then I'll go and put it on half a dozen different uh, uh, different Mm -hmm. merchandise types, like those, you know, water bottles and phone cases and stuff.
0: Are you just using Printful? Are you using Printify and Printful or other? Uh, suppliers
1: right now I'm just using printful okay just using printful i i want to try printify i've heard good things mm-hmm. um i just haven't that's just you know one of my <laughs> many to-do lists um i want i want to try and put in some printify stuff and, and kind of test the waters with them as well
0: okay yeah um that's cool let's see what else we got here
1: just I, size can back. you can hear me am i
0: back you are back yep well, oh my god
2: that was awful that's terrible I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, it was just like, <laughs> your camera's done. Anyway, um, so yeah. Um, did you guys touch on Amazon ads yet? That was a question. No, I, that was the next okay. one. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you mentioned in your in the bio, you kind of sent her kind of the form that we sent you to fill out, um, which is the sum total of our vetting process um, that you <laughs> filled out for us. that you have had some success with amazon ads so that might be something that those listening may not have that much experience with but could maybe definitely benefit from so do you have any tips you could share uh concerning amazon ads
1: and your experience and the successes you've had with that yeah definitely um so i've been doing amazon ads i actually ran amazon ads even back when i was doing fba so i've been Mm -hmm. on there um for a couple years now and you know the, the platform changes and and uh you know the the features and things like that but in generally you know it's it's mostly the same and i think amazon ads are they're a great way to drive traffic to your listings or to promote a product um sure. they they really are and, and they can be very powerful but they can be extremely expensive and mm-hmm. they can get away from you quick if you um you know don't have sort of a strategy and a game plan so my advice if you're new to amazon ads or if you're interested in starting amazon ads is Don't be afraid to start off very slow or small with your budgets. So you can typically set a daily budget on an ad campaign. So, for Mm -hmm. example, if I wanted to promote, um, say, a a small group of Valentine's Day shirts for Valentine's Day coming up next month, Mm -hmm. I could set, I want to set a daily budget of no more than $5 per day. And, and that Mm -hmm. tells the, you know, the ad system, you're not going to allow more than $5 to be spent per day on that. And I think you can go as low as like one or $2 per day. I mean, Mm -hmm. so go as whatever is your comfort level with, but start small and then your bids, which is, you know, how much you're going to actually bid, um, uh, for a click based on, you know, the type of, uh, campaign you're doing go small with those as well. Um, Mm -hmm. always start low, um, and incrementally you know, increase your bids until you start to see some traction. And, um, you know, that, that's my main advice is just, if if you throw it up and you go, I'm going to do, you know, I can do $20 a day and I'm going to bid, you know, 75 cents a click. You're going to blow through some money so quick before you have (laughs) a long enough data field, um, to, to really analyze and determine what's working and what's not. And, And so I think, you know, starting off the slow or low bids and, and low daily budget. And you want to let these bids run the longer a a campaign runs, the more data you're going to get. And that is really important to figure out which products are getting clicks and which of those clicks are converting to a sale. And, and, um, so you really got to run these things for like a couple weeks to to Mm -hmm. really start to some, some, some good traction and get some good data from them.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you're you're starting out with automatic uh, as opposed to manual campaigns.
1: I mostly start with automatic campaigns. Yeah, I mostly mm-hmm. do like a an automatic campaign for like I said for like, you know, those batches right. that I mentioned that I designed for, I'll oftentimes I'll run a an automatic lottery campaign for that exact batch. And then right. if any successes, I'll run those over to um a manual campaign. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll, I'll go straight to manual like if I'm trying to really push or promote a product like this past Christmas I had some Christmas related designs I was pretty well knew what the you know main group of keywords were and I just mm-hmm. went straight to manual on those and um, you know did a manual campaign with some pretty aggressive bids because I wanted to get that up in the rankings yeah. prior to Christmas
0: yeah yeah there's so much you can i mean the rabbit hole goes so freaking deep with with advertising (laughs) um, even just on amazon but they they do make it relatively easy to you know start a um, you know an auto campaign which basically that just means that amazon is basically choosing which keywords they think is are relevant based on your title your description your keywords in the back end and then they send traffic and to your point adam the longer you can do that the better amazon gets mm-hmm. and um at figuring out what keywords actually are you know working yep. and so and then you can also download all that data and you can see what keywords are working yep. um and to your point then you can take those keywords or a certain subset of those put it into a manual campaign, add a couple other things that you think. And, and, and in your manual campaign, you can do, um, broad match. You can do phrase match. You can do exact match. I, mm-hmm. with my manual campaigns, I'm terrified they're going to screw them up. So most of the time I'm using exact match because I know what in my mind, this is what the person's going to yep. type into Amazon in order to find my product. So yeah. I don't want Amazon thinking about that, you know, or <laughs> Um, and then you can also do negative keywords. So if I have a white mug, I, I do a negative keyword of black mug, you know, because oh, I don't want somebody point. to to search for a black mug with the nurse right. design. Um,
1: yeah, because to, to your it, point, it. if you didn't do that, Amazon will show that. Yeah, Their exactly. system will show it. Someone will inevitably click inevitably it, and then you just got it. charged, but you're not going to get a sale. So that's a great point.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so you can use the negative to kind of um, even – make those manual campaigns even um, more granular and more directed towards your targeted customer. So like I say, the freaking rabbit hole goes deep. So, <laughs> so you guys
1: could probably do an entire you know podcast yeah. series just on Amazon ads. <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah. no one would listen because it's boring. <laughs> it's a very dense
2: subject. It's yeah. not very interesting.
0: spreadsheet and cross reference it with this other spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. and then you know yeah, carry the one. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um I was going to ask you though um in regards to so when I first started merch by amazon they didn't allow you to use sponsored ads on merch um it only came later and then even then um at w- at one point it was like a portal that you had to have it was different than like the old fba kind of sponsored yeah. ads that you see on seller central mm-hmm. um and so I'm I'm curious is is there a similarity now have they kind of merged them all into one um the one sponsored products kind of app and you can run ads to your Merch by Amazon things and your Amazon seller central things, or are they still separate?
1: You know, that's a good question. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that because okay. my, when I was approved for Amazon ads, it's what you, it's what you were just mentioning where it was like the old, uh the old portal system, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So I got like approved for that, but it wasn't directly linked to my, amazon seller
0: central yeah oh to your merch okay
1: it wasn't it wasn't directly linked to my amazon merch whereas now i've from from just talking to some of other folks i know that do merch that are fairly new they actually in their merch by amazon platform once they reach a certain amount of sales or tier it will say you're now eligible for sponsored ads and you can click within the platform and apply but i still go to like the old um I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, I know
0: what you're talking about. Um, And I can't think about it either, but I know it's a separate login. It's a separate thing.
1: Exactly. That's how mine is. It's still a separate Mm -hmm. login and everything. And I think that they've just grandfathered those accounts in, you know, or something. But now I I do know that if you apply for the Merch by Amazon program, you're not, you're not eligible for ads right away. But then once you you know, eventually you, you, you hit this metric, bam, you can apply. And then it's like integrated right in your dashboard.
0: Nice. Okay. Interesting. Yep. All right. Well, Josiah, you want to take the next one?
2: Yeah, for sure. So uh, what does a a day in the life look like for you? What's your current flow? You said you're doing this full time. So just walk us through the typical day in Adam
1: Young's life, POD workflow. (laughs) How does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of something funny to say because I feel like, you know, maybe you guys can relate to this where you're just like, you know, you're juggling a million different things and you're checking your email or maybe like two or three different, you know, I've got two or three different email accounts up on my browser right now. And, you know, uh, I've got half a dozen different, you know, notes written on three different notepads of things I need to do. And, you know, your brain's constantly racing. I mean, um, it's everywhere. Yeah, sticky nope. notes, and you know yeah. that's <laughs> that's the 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 funny version. But you know, I think I think um, a typical day for me is is um, trying to start off the day prioritizing what I need to get done or what I need to do, um, and that usually revolves around those core sort of businesses or side hustles sure. that we talked about. So you know, mm-hmm. merch is usually my first thing that I'm, you know, I'll go in and I'll check my. Um, my sales dashboard for the day prior to see what I ended the day at I'll check my ad spend and see if mm-hmm. I need to make any tweaks to my ad spend, you know, my ad campaigns. Um, and then I'll go on to my email and, and check in with my designer and our workflow there to see, does he have any new designs for me to review? Um, mm-hmm. do I need to give him some more, you know, content to, to create, um, and usually get that kind of, uh, you know, put away for a few minutes and then I'll jump to Amazon KDP, or to Etsy, or mm-hmm. to Redbubble, um, or my blogs—you know, something along those lines—and and and sort of jump around between those different systems. And you know, honestly, that's one thing that I really um, in 2023 said I need to get a better structure and a better system, right, on mm-hmm. organize, organization and sure. priorities and things like that. But you know, um, I'm probably a lot like a lot of other people that maybe started off in this wanting to. Uh, just make a few extra bucks and then kind of saw the potential and, and you kind of get this growing monster. And then now you're like, man, I've got to, you know, this is a business. This is something I've got to really get my hands <laughs> around, treat it, treat it like a business. And, yeah. and, um, you know, it has this ups and downs and challenges like anything else. But, you know, I'm on the computer for, geez, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 hours a day. Sometimes that's one yeah. of the reasons I wanted to reach out to you guys, because I, you know, when you're a, online entrepreneur or a solopreneur whatever you want to call it
2: you know mm-hmm. i don't have
1: an office and co-workers i want to network <laughs> yeah. and, you know
2: yeah drink beer yeah. with
1: travis and and shoot the <laughs> shit and, you know what i mean and and, and yes. network a little bit and bounce some ideas and stuff like that so I spend a lot of time on the computer um but just trying to kind of keep the ball rolling on these different yeah. things and that may change throughout the time of year for priorities on you know trends and seasons and what i'm working on or certain mm-hmm. projects like I started a YouTube channel in December. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's been sort of at the forefront here lately. I've, I, yeah. I've been I've been kicking the can on doing a YouTube. I, I've always wanted to try it. And finally, yeah. my girlfriend said, just do it. You know, so I just jumped in it, <laughs> and trying it. That's, awesome. that's what, awesome. What's
2: your, what's the overall plan with the YouTube channel? Like, you know, if you think about what you would want it to have or the content you want to put on there, uh, what does that look like?
1: Yeah, so um, I would really like it to be a channel that would almost speak to me five years ago. That's, that's <laughs> my vision when I started awesome. it, right? Yeah. So I know how it is when you're like, you know, you need to make a couple extra bucks and you feel like, man, I know there's potential out there or business opportunity, but where do I get started and how do I get started? Yeah. And so my channel, you know, right now, most of the content I'm, I'm putting on there is about print on demand. Because that's mm-hmm. my bread and butter. That's what I right. have the most experience with, and I'm trying to kind of start with that narrow focus. But over time, I'd like to be able to expand and talk about these other online business opportunities, like KDP, you know, sure. like like Etsy, like blogging, and you know, affiliate marketing. And yeah. and I really want to make it so that, I mean, you guys have I'm sure have seen on YouTube. You, you can't go more than a few scrolls, and it's just there's so much of these like gimmick, <sighs> get rich quick kind of stuff on YouTube and that's not my style like I'm 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 kind of in the camp of like look there is money to be made online there is Mm -hmm. real money you can make with print on demand and with KDP but it ain't gonna happen overnight and it takes work and focus and commitment and you've got to treat it like a business and put in the time so that's kind of like the channel i want to make right it's like sure telling my story sharing my tips and tricks mm-hmm. like encourage motivating people that like hey you know i'm i'm nothing special anyone can do this if you're right. stubborn enough and you put in the time and the work you can be successful you just you just gotta stick with it and and grind it yeah. out it, it's not yeah. gonna happen overnight
2: yeah
0: 100 yeah we did a episode 120 20 ways to "Quote: Make money in your sleep." And it was basically just us ripping apart all of these get <laughs> rich quicks. They're terrible. It was kind of ranting a little bit, but it, it's yeah. it's funny. You might you might appreciate it, Adam. So go check yeah, it out. I now. will. I'll will so check money. that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll just laugh along with us.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's awesome that you say you want to you want to make the the YouTube channel that you wish you would have found mm-hmm. five years ago because that's why we started this podcast.
0: Hundred uh, okay. percent for
2: print on demand because it was. Travis and I had always talked about this idea for years realizing that um and no obviously no slight disrespect to anyone that had content out there before we decided to start this show but it, there definitely seemed to be a whole like a gap yeah, um yeah. of of a good resourceful information that can kind of help guide you so we were like finally you know two two or three years ago just like okay we're just gonna bite the bullet and who knows what's yeah. gonna happen and So, so yeah, I I, I love it. Here we are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) That's uh, great. And I mean, you guys, you can tell just by listening to you guys, like I said, the couple episodes I've listened to, this is something you guys are obviously passionate about. I think the podcast is really well done. I mean, you guys got the sound effects, you know, the cool backgrounds. Like I was looking at one of the, I think the website um, uh, and you know, you guys have got the branding, you know, all that stuff and the, the little intro at the beginning of the podcast um, is really good. So you know you guys you could tell you've got um you know an invested interest in this business in this space and it it comes through so i i think anytime you can do that and and kind of share your message or story it's going to resonate because there's other people out there that that feel the same yeah yeah
0: well thank you for that and the check is in the mail appreciate that
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah,
0: you found another side hustle. Come and just compliment
2: our podcast. We'll <laughs> all right, hey, every 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 twelve episodes, just stop by every. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Oh man, that's awesome. So we're gonna go to our magic questions, which is a, a series of questions we ask all of our guests. We ask all of our guests, but first, before we do that, we have to get to another segment that is everybody's favorite uh, moment of the show. And you mentioned the sound effects, Adam, on the show. You'll also come to learn that we have a copious amount of unnecessary bumpers to accompany everything that we do. So with that being said, it's time for this week's Dad Joke.
0: Time for the weekly Dad Joke.
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs)
1: That's great. You
2: are the guest of honor. And uh, so we are going to let you go first with your weekly Dad Joke.
1: All right. Okay, so here it is. Okay, a dad and his kids are taking a long drive down Route 66, going on vacation. And right as the sun's going down, a rabbit runs in front of them, and the dad accidentally hits the rabbit. So he pulls over. The kids are upset. They jump out of the car, and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, what happened? What happened? And dad looks down, and the rabbit's laying there dead. He thinks, man, what can I do? So he says, I got it. He goes to the trunk of the car. He gets out a can of spray he shakes it real hard and he runs over to the rabbit and he sprays the rabbit and the rabbit jumps up runs about 10 feet turns around and waves and then runs again turns around and waves runs again turns around and waves and off into the sunset this rabbit just ran away waving and the kids are delighted they're you know hugging (laughs) the dad and they're so happy and they they ask the dad and they say dad what, what was in the can and he holds it up and it says hairspray restores dead hair and adds permanent leave <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that man no. that was a good that was a good setup i mean that was like yeah
0: yeah yeah and i have you know, no rabbits were harmed in the making of that joke
1: no rabbits think. are harmed.
2: but, but uh, yeah. i'll tell you that's,
0: what that that that's hilarious. that almost takes i mean if, if we had an award for guest dad joke um that was, <laughs> all right that was awesome
2: yeah, that For was sure. that yeah, was great. <laughs> All right, Travis, you uh, you brought this week's
0: our. our I got you this week, so I'll let I you. I'll you. let you.
2: Yeah, you do it.
0: So actually, today I learned. So I, I grew up playing video games and uh, loved Mortal Kombat among others. And I learned that the the game Mortal Kombat is actually based on an old Nordic children's song, which I thought was very interesting. Um, it's a Finnish hymn.
1: Uh, that's great.
2: <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> the
1: stupider the better, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's great. Okay. So uh, we will move on to this week's Magic Questions. And before we started pressing record, we learned that you're close to Orlando, which is close to Disney World, which means, if so facto, if that's even how that phrase is said, that you will love this next bumper for the Magic Questions. <laughs>
0: Like the little turrets, nice, with the oh, yeah, on them. yeah very yes. good.
2: All right, Travis, you ask the the first here out of this list. All right,
0: um, I always like going this route, so tell us about a time, uh, when something happened in your business
1: that felt like a total failure. Oh, geez, where do I begin? Right? I mean, <laughs> I've, had, I've had plenty of those, um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I mean, I can think back to you know start, when I mentioned uh, I did Amazon FBA. I can think back to when I've I've spent a couple thousand dollars on inventory only for it to um, that particular product to get gated on Amazon when I hmm. then I wasn't able to sell it. You know, um, <laughs> and at the time that was. Does that happened to you guys?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick story when you're done here. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. That was it. I mean, I just. At the time, you know, now I can kind of laugh and giggle about it. But at the time, I mean, if you just wrote a check and you spent, you know, $1,800 on products <laughs> and I've got boxes in my living room and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I cannot sell them anymore and you feel like you got the rug yanked out from under you and now I got, you know, all these products. I mean, it was it was pretty disheartening and devastating. Yeah. And, and um, that was a quick lesson in anytime you're selling on someone else's platform like Amazon or, or anyone <laughs> else, they yeah. control... They kind of, they, they, yeah, they, they have the cards. You're, you're kind of doing what they tell you on their terms.
2: Yeah, for sure. So, so just a quick question. I I only say this because I have to relive the failure of this particular thing multiple times, at least once a month. Uh, So uh, we were doing FBA and we're going to private label something. And Travis and I are both avid poker players and avid in the fact that we love to play poker. Right. Uh-huh. And so we thought, man, we should just make our own custom poker chips. Right. And uh-huh. there was a there was an idea that I had seen. We were we were had a wholesale account with this guy who was selling chips that were based off of American currency. And I just thought I like that idea. I could do it better because the quality wasn't great. So I'm gonna improve upon it. I'm gonna call it the Benjamins, and it's gonna be amazing. So we did that, uh-huh. and then we did a Colorado specific set. And so in the the benjamin set i went with what the currency is 5 10 20 50 100 right mm-hmm. traditionally poker chips are in 25s the great and you put the presidents the on them yeah it looks like yeah he, the front looks like you know the the front the of the 20 bill the back looks yep. like the back so um did that and man i was excited everything looked great everything was numbers wise made sense we got we paid for the samples they produced them they shipped them over And then we re-ran the numbers and the the particular market or demand for these chips just tanked. The ROIs were no longer great. So I spent three months just designing these chips. And I was like, well, they won't go to waste because we play poker all of the time. So they are now a part of the amalgamation of poker chips that I have that we (laughs) play with every month. And every single time a new player shows up to this game, they look at that green chip and they say, why does this say $20 on it? And then I have to retell what I just told you. (laughs) Every single time.
1: Emotional damage. Yeah, you have to relive the pain. Every Mm -hmm.
2: time. Yeah, I just want to like tell them, you know what, you're done. You don't get any chance. So you get nothing. I don't want to hear it from you. So that's Uh. my constant (laughs) reminder of that one time when I was super excited to do something and then Amazon kicked me right in the shorts. Okay, so the next question. Uh, Let's see. If you... Oh, here's a good one that I like to talk about throughout your POD career. Talk about how important like mentoring and training has been. Do you have some people that you credit with like helping you kind of understand the business, whether it's an author, whether you know them, you don't know them, but like how important has that been in your journey to have someone that you can kind of go to for advice or glean off of their experience?
1: Yeah. I think that's super important. Um, I didn't really have anyone face to face, you know, that was like in my, you know, uh, close friend group or anything like that that did yeah. on demand. But early on, I definitely joined some Facebook groups and, um, mm-hmm. jumped on YouTube and, you know, Reddit just kind of scouring, right. Trying to read sure. as much as I could. And, and yeah, you, you tend to find people that I think are, their their messaging resonates with you. You know, I found a couple of people yeah. that are like, wow, he explains yeah. thi- he or she explains things well, where that makes sense to me. So you follow them, and yeah. and I was I always tried to participate, you know, when I could about either leaving comments or asking questions. Um, I've jumped on a lot of live streams, um, you know, where people are doing things and and or, you, know, you sure. can interact in the chat. Mm-hmm. And I was always like that guy that's like, oh, I have a question, or like, hey, how can I learn this? Or like, hey, here's what's worked for me, you know, because I really found that. When you're, you know, this, this isn't uh, people think that like, you know, oh, there's print on demand. There's, there's, it's too saturated. There's too many sellers And I'm the opposite. I'm like, come on, it's a great opportunity. There's, there's <laughs> yeah, 100%. countless sure. ways. And I, it yeah. doesn't matter if you come on because you're still gonna have to put in the work, you're still gonna have to create a, de- yeah. a good design. You know, the cream yeah. is gonna rise to the top, but, right. um, you know, I didn't have any specific individual mentors, but I would say I definitely jumped into the community right? Virtually and, and have yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why I want to start my YouTube because I want to give back and participate. I mean, it's fun to talk about this stuff. I mean, I, I this it is. is an enjoyable thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, Fully agree. All right, J- Travis, right, take the, the final question that we, all right. The one we always end with, um, it's the crystal ball question. So put on your, your turban and get your crystal yeah. ball out and tell us what you think the future of print-on-demand is?
1: Mm, Okay. I thought about this a little bit. Um, I think big picture, okay, big picture print-on-demand is Mm -hmm. that more and more companies, retailers, um, uh, platforms, e-commerce platforms, things like that, more and more people are going to shift to print-on-demand. I think and that may not even be revolutionary. I don't know. If I tell my friends that have no idea what print on demand is, they're like, "What are you talking about?" But what I <laughs> what I basically just mean is that you know, gone are the days where where people, you know, if you if you ran a, a small clothing store, you had to buy, you know, 10 large shirts in black and 10 medium shirts in red and, you know, 10 smalls. I think mm-hmm. that print-on-demand itself is going to only get bigger way outside of apparel i mean we're talking about all kinds of different products and Mm -hmm. i think companies are going to click that's going to click with them and they're going to say hey what instead of having all this inventory why don't we just either outsource it with print-on-demand or or create our own print-on-demand facilities then we don't have this storage issue and this inventory issue We're, we're only doing right. the work when the money comes in. I mean, just the the business model and concept of it, I think we've only begun to scratch the surface, right? And I yeah. think in another yeah. five or 10 years, there's going to be print on demand stuff that like we would have never dreamed of, right? That they're, <laughs> they're going to be pumping out.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Awesome. Well, man, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. First of all, you did it. You survived talking to us. Uh, wasn't, hopefully it wasn't that bad, <laughs> go. but, uh, accomplishment nonetheless. Uh, no, but before, before we go, uh, go ahead and let people know where they can find you. Um, you know, YouTube, any social media that you're on, and then we'll add the the links in the show notes so that people can easily access, um, how to find you. But yeah, take a second and, and plug your social media websites, whatever you got to let people know how to follow you. If they have a questions, how, uh, how to get in touch
1: yeah definitely um so uh youtube my youtube channel is called side hustles simplified with adam young um and i think you can find it youtube.com slash at side hustle simplified Um, and then i'm on instagram at side hustle simplified and on tiktok at side hustle simplified so any of those platforms um i'm on there feel free to send me a message or or drop a comment and i'm happy to help or answer any questions and um Thank you guys, seriously, for having me on. I mean, I was a total stranger. I just emailed you and was like, Hey, I'd love to be on and chat. And you guys sort of, you know, rolled the dice. So I really appreciate it. It was really nice to meet you guys. I'm definitely gonna yeah, tune likewise. in on episodes. I'd love to have you on my channel sometime and we can I can yeah, ask you guys some questions. Sure. I know you guys have a ton of other experience in different areas. In fact, one other quick thing, Travis, I think I saw an episode with you with Ryan Hogue where you talked about Walmart print on demand. Is that right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's i would love to learn more about that that's that's on my to-do list for 2023 sure. so i know you guys have a ton of knowledge and um so anyway thank you and i, I promise to return the favor
2: awesome yeah well yeah man. we look forward to it man we'd love to love to come on your show whether it's both of us together individually whatever that looks like we're yeah, yeah the, no, the answer you is yes awesome. just, just let us know and we would love to to hop on and, and chat. And uh, if you have nothing to do this weekend, just fly across the country to California. We'll be there at the trade show if you just want to come ha- hang out. <laughs> yeah,
0: Long Beach, ISS. Yeah, Long Let's Beach.
2: Yeah. Right. yeah Print on trade show there. So, But no, man, it was really great talking to you. And we look forward to, to catching up again and uh, hearing about all the new ventures and all the success that you continue to have. So uh, until then, man, it's it's
1: been great. Thank you very much, guys. It was nice to meet you both. Appreciate it. Likewise.
2: All right, we want to thank Adam again for taking time out of his schedule to, to chat with us and and talk all things POD, his journey, some of those golden nuggets. Which I think, Travis, I have a better idea. I think the next time someone drops a golden nugget, we mm-hmm. have them repeat it, and then we play this. Hmm. See, because it's educational. Hey, the more you know. Uh. So yeah, lots of, okay. lots of nuggets there. Um, yeah, really enjoyed. it. Anything you took away, Jarvis, from from the the interview with, with Adam that you think our listeners should uh, kind of maybe focus in on or rewind, listen
0: again? What, what's, your, yeah. what's your Take. I mean, I know we just talked about Golden Nugget and the the one that I loved, and I I said it in the interview was just the idea of you know starting up a a niche print on demand site, um, yeah. and then on the side having you know a blog that you're really focusing in on and using yeah. that to kind of push pro- or push people over to your print on demand site to purchase products. And yep. um, there's a lot of synergy that can be accomplished in that. Um, I mean, you you could just have a site that had a blog on it that sold products. Of course you could do that too. <laughs>
1: sure. um,
0: but you know, I mean, there's, there's more than one way to skin the Either proverbial or skin. Cat. A proverbial cat. Wait, so
2: we didn't let the proverbial cat out of the bag. And now we're saying that there's Early. more than, one way is to let that proverbial cat is it in the bag still are we skinning
0: it in the bag i don't know i, don't I exactly. would hope if if it's skinned it should probably be put in a bag <laughs> this is going yeah. way too <laughs> south
2: yeah i don't know what happened uh no cat so were harmed in the filming no, of this just,
0: podcast
2: yeah i didn't know what to do i was I'm not confused. sure what to do with my hands so um <laughs> so yeah so yeah it was great having adam on again you can find them instagram youtube tiktok side hustle simplify which i think that's a great name to me. Side Hustle Simplified. It's got, mm-hmm. got enough alliteration on there. It rolls off the tongue. Very cool name of, of his channel. So check him out. We also uh, know that he'll be joining the Facebook group in the near future. Hopefully by the time this drops, he'll have joined the group. And so if you guys mm-hmm. have questions for Adam, you can uh, ask them there as well. And as always, that is com slash Facebook is where you can go to join the conversation. I just had a post today welcoming four or five new members, which is awesome. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. always good to see more people joining the show, uh, and it's always a good time. So with that being said, we know that this one, the interview ran a little longer than we typically have interviews do, but it was a good conversation. So uh, we really enjoyed it. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to reach out to us.
1: Attention Hotline fans
2: like Adam did, and you want to ask us a question or you want to even say, Hey, I'd love to come chat with you guys. You can do that. Like I said, print on slash Facebook. You can also email us info at print If you don't, uh, Dot com Got to add that on there. Just don't leave that off. It won't go anywhere. But if you guys don't do social media, you can reach out to us there as well. We are on Instagram and YouTube. You can find that by going to printondemandcast.com slash Instagram and slash YouTube to find our content there as well. And wherever there are podcasts, the PODcast is there for your listening, entertainment, and education. Uh, so we just ask that if you're on the Apple Podcast app, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show favorite dad joke, favorite guest, favorite segment, whatever it is, just let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. And then share the podcast, share it on your social media feeds, text it to your friends, whatever you want to do. But if you know someone that needs this information that could use uh, this, the content that we're producing, let them know, uh, because at the end of the day, the reason I, Travis, are do, are doing this is because we want to Educate and help people kind of start on this journey of print on demand. So, Travis, with that being said, anything else to add before we wrap this
0: one up? Uh, I don't think so. Um, see you guys in ISS. If you are coming, please, you know, yes. hit us up, let us via email yeah. or on the Facebook page yeah. or something. I had someone can't, somebody, somebody commented on one of our YouTube videos and said, Hey, see you in ISS, and I'm like, I hope so. Um, who are you? Let us know. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to that random commenter
2: and please go to Facebook, go to Instagram. Again, if you don't do either of those, email us. Let us know who you are uh and how to yep. contact you. Uh, because we would legitimately love to meet up and and you know, grab grab a bite to eat or a drink or whatever and get a dad joke from you. And get a dad joke when you talk into the mic that will be held in the fancy new print on demand can cast my god i can't i can't talk i've done too much the pressure. okay so we're gonna wrap this thing up right now uh for travis i'm josiah we'll see you next week right here on the print on demand cast
0: see ya In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the Print-On-Demand Cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.